Welcome into the Friends Church Podcast. Yeah. We are so glad that you're here. What's going on, David? Hey. So uh, my name's Todd, and this is David Galton. You may recognize him from on stage during the weekends. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> She's the only one that I know that's going to be listening to. Right. Well, Leah has to listen. I think that's it's kind true. of a requirement. My wife will be here. Yeah, my wife will be here. <laughs> And we're going to be here uh, trying to do this more often. We're using a podcast to kind of connect things from the weekend and connect with you all during the week. So I think this is kind of a cool, exciting yeah. thing. Are you excited, David? Yeah, I love it. I think it's just so needed because um, church is just for an hour on the weekend, but we get to live life 99% of the time outside of these church walls. And so this is something that's really going to help us live out our faith on a day-to-day -day basis. So. I'm Absolutely. pumped, man. Yeah. This is really cool. This is really cool. It's super, yeah. super cool opportunity to get to just kind of talk about things and, and ex really extend the message from Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but first, before we get started, we should probably talk about a few things that are going on coming up here soon. Big things. At church. Big things, like huge things. Yeah. Monstrous. Monstrous things. <laughs> so we've got uh, coming up October 31st yep. is Family Fun Fest. Awesome. Uh, have, have you ever been to that before, David? I've been a couple times. I've been a few times myself. It's, it's literally uh, the best church event, you know, with carnival In rides. October. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> October church event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, carnival rides, candy, there's food oh, trucks. Man, so much candy. Oh, so much candy. Uh, so make sure you're here for that. And then also the very next weekend is the anniversary yep, weekend. November How many years? Third and fourth. Oh man, we are 106 years old as a church. It's wow. just incredible to celebrate just the legacy of Friends Church here in Yorba Linda and uh, all that God's been doing. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. That's, it's, good. It's, it's a big weekend. So. Yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. I'm, I'm excited for that weekend as well. Uh, so, But here on this podcast, in this episode right now, we kind of want to extend on what Chris talked about this weekend. He yeah. talked about evangelism. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, for a lot of us in the church that have grown up in the church, um, that's a word that has a little bit of a stigmatism to it. I think a lot of times, just as a matter of fact, from the on the Instagram account, we we in the stories we posed a question, and we said, "When you think of the word evangelism, what comes to mind?" And had people like answer into that <laughs> totally, and, and and it was one of those things where you're you're looking at these people's responses, and you're like, "Yeah, I totally understand all those things." Right. Like some people said fear, mm -hmm. some people said Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some people said uh, speaking the gospel to. Others and there was a bunch of other responses, but it kind of all went within those three within those three aspects was fear, Jesus, and then speaking. And I think the thing that for me connected with what Chris said this weekend was it's not just about words, or even maybe more importantly, it's not about words. It's yeah. about our actions. Yeah. It's about how we show Jesus to others. Totally. Right? Yeah, I think uh, when I hear the word evangelism, I get a little anxiety. <laughs> Not going to lie. I work at the no. church, and I still get anxiety. Um, but it just seems kind of overwhelming to just walk up to a stranger and share about Jesus. And I think sometimes God works in that way. But a lot of times, and I loved uh, the scripture that he used, just talking about good deeds and how mm -hmm. like our good deeds is really what shines the light of Christ and his love. And it's like, man, well, I can do good deeds in my neighborhood, in my workplace, you know, uh, for, for kids, you know, when you go to a social event or something like that, and it makes a difference, mm -hmm. you know, celebrating people and loving on those around us. It's like, that's actually not that normal. And that really does show the love of Christ when we go out. So when he started kind of talking about that, I'm like, I, I feel like I can resonate I can with that. that more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. well, I think that's one of the things that with with when you think, especially growing up in the church, evangelism, going through junior high and high school, it's you stand on the corner and you hand out a track where yeah. you introduce yourself to perfect strangers and you give them words of 
that relate to the gospel. You tell them about the gospel. Yeah. Uh, but I think the more impactful thing, I mean, there's a very common saying that yeah. actions speak louder than words. Right. And I think that rings true all the time, especially in ministry, because if you say one thing, which is what people look at all the time at the church and the, co- the complaint about the church most of the time is, you know, well, you say this one thing, but you do this other thing. Totally. Hypocrisy is everywhere. Right. And so if you can start with actions and just as simply as saying hi or saying, or, or opening the door for somebody, just being kind, being Jesus, right? I think that's, that's the it best volumes, way. For oh, sure. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And I think that's just where we need to start. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's like, well, how do I even uh, talk to my neighbor? I don't even remember their names, you know? <laughs> well, first, probably learn their learn names. Learn their names. Yep, that's okay, first. so we'll learn the name. And then, uh, but I think um, just kind of just caring for people around you mm-hmm. is just such a big idea, uh, such a big deal. I, I think yeah. that's just so uncommon in our culture today just to uh, show. Um, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm really interested to get mm-hmm. to know you. And I think a lot of that has to do with because we want to share the love of Christ with them, but just really love on the people that God puts around us. 100%. Um, because what else better is there to do but to authentically love people, you right. know? And that's that should be the goal. Yeah, well, and, and I think we, we take that and we expand it so big to think that it's, not that it's not a big deal, but it's such a huge deal that we're doing it the right way. Right. I think in general, we just kind of, as humans think, well, what's the right way? What's the formula? Mm-hmm. What's the magic potion that's going to get us to do the right thing? Right. But I realize, I really believe that it's simple action one step at a time. Yeah. And it's that, hello, it's that saying hi to your neighbor that you don't know what they're going through or um, a family that is around the corner or that you meet in the grocery store. Like it, it's just being Christ wherever you go, yeah. I think is huge for, so in college, uh, my wife and I were in Missouri and we were servers at a steakhouse mm. uh, with a bar. And, and so it was a lot of part in a college town. So it's, you know, Thursday to Sunday, it's parties 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. And so you're living in that culture all the time. And we were there and we were interacting with people and we were going to these parties and, and meeting these people and creating relationships, not necessarily giving them the gospel, but we were living out a life that was different from them. Yeah. And we got asked a lot of times, it was like, well, what's, what's different? Something's different about you. What, yeah. what is it that, and then that starts the conversation. It's like, well, you know, this is, we believe this and we believe that Jesus came and he died and we're forgiven and we're called to love people and love Jesus. And I think that made so much more impact Right. that we were living a life that made a difference as opposed to just verbally saying it and then going about our day right. and not connecting. Yeah. You were able to live a way that was almost attractive to other people. It wasn't just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just the same old, same old guy. It's like, you could really see that there is something different because the light of Jesus, the light of the world that now lives in you and you're now the light of the world. It's like, you can see that mm-hmm. no matter where you go. And I think um, sometimes I feel like when we just have uh, a full just um, embodiment of just like uh, that relationship with Jesus in our lives. And we're not kind of ashamed to live that out and kind of hide that. I think God just uses that in a powerful way. I don't think we really have to almost even um, muster up any type of sayings or muster up any type of, um, I don't know, trying to like figure out how this, how am I supposed to share the gospel? It's right. like really You're your worried. life yeah. becomes the, that, that story. And now the, the fear, yeah. the fear aspect I think is something to yeah. touch on because even though we're we're saying you know simplicity standpoint, just 
do kind things, use your actions, and then let the words come totally. after. There's still that fear of, well, what if I say something and somebody doesn't agree or they make fun of me? Like yeah. Chris talked about this weekend about being afraid that people were going to ridicule you because it happens. And yeah. it happened in the in the Bible and in the early church. And that is something that people worry about. Yeah. And so how is there anything that you have been able to come up with in your life that you're you're able to get past it. I mean, other than the fact that you're on a stage every Sunday singing about Jesus, so it's kind of like yeah, you're already set up for that. But have you? Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, that that's a great question. A couple things coming on my mind. I think um, I think the fear thing does become something because I feel like that is the tipping point mm. between um, sharing your faith um, when that moment comes, and maybe you've built a lot of trust with people around you by just your kindness and. Um, your thoughtfulness um, to the to those that are close to you, family members, friends that that aren't believers. Um, but I think that fear point comes when there is a moment where you might need to invite somebody to church or pray for somebody in person that's going through you know some difficulty or whatever that would be, and start really sharing the gospel of Jesus. And there mm-hmm. becomes this point where um, it becomes about Jesus, and it becomes about uh, letting people know more about. Uh, the gospel than just having that normal relationship of um, kind of crosses that threshold. And I think to me, that's where the courage really becomes a part of your faith, where Mm. um, it's not just like, um, we're not just nice people anymore. We're really leading people to the savior who has set us free from our anxieties or set us free from our fears or our addictions. And even just telling our own stories Mm -hmm. becomes such a huge part of that. And I think, um, that's where I kind of see that that tipping point, that 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 change of of like, oh man, here comes Family Fun Fest, like, yeah. and I've built this relationship, and these, you know, this family would, you know, they have a couple kids, they would love to come, but it's mm-hmm. it might be scary to ask like them to come, but um, that step of courage, that step of faith, I think God always honors those things, I and agree. I think yeah. He comes through, and and we're uh, we're a lot of times we kind of just do the little bit, and then mm-hmm. God does the majority of it all. So oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean all. If you, if you look at it from the standpoint that we're not, our responsibility is not to convert people. Right. Our responsibility is to share. The Holy Spirit converts. The Holy Spirit takes over after that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's literally just us showing them a different way or a, a new experience that they've never had before. Mm-hmm. And then that gets their wheels turning and ultimately it turns into what it's going to be. Exactly. But I think the, the reason I feel like a lot of us fear it is... Well, one, because we worry about what other people think. That's kind of just like our general human emotion is, well, I wonder what this person's going to think about me. Right. Just period. Uh, but the other side of that is, well, what if I can't convert them? What if I fail? Yeah. What if I tell this person about Jesus and they say, you're an idiot, and they run off, and I've ruined them for their life? And that's, yeah. my, that's my responsibility. I think once, if we look at that and we say, it's not my responsibility to follow it all the way through to completion. It's my responsibility to express and tell. Yeah. And then from there, we don't have control over We don't have control anyways. Yeah. I think right? if, if we're just part of the process for somebody mm-hmm. that's finding faith, I'm happy with that, you mm-hmm. know, and it's kind of taking the responsibility off of our shoulders or the insecurity that we might have and wanting to see the final result, but just being okay with like, I'm just one of the people that's a part of this person's faith journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. And I think it takes pressure off. I know for me it does. And to be honest, there's been moments where I've 
um, shared my faith with people and, and, and so kind of got to that part. It's like, well, do you want to accept Jesus in your own life? And they just weren't ready. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, um, it kind of gets disappointed and other times you lead them to that place and they're totally ready to, to pray and, and invite Jesus into their lives. And I think God uses both of those places, you know, for his glory and for his kingdom. And, and, um, I think that's just a part of our job is just kind of to be God's hands and feet in that mm-hmm. moment and, and just being willing to, um, leave up the results to God, you know? So, yeah, a hundred percent. I, that, once we can be humble and saying, look, this is not mine, God, this is yours. You take it, do with whatever you want. I'm just going to be obedient. And then that's all we can do. That's all we can that's do. That's it. Yeah. That's And that's that's all we're called to do, I think. Mm-hmm. So oh, anyways, evangelism, it's a, it's a scary thing sometimes. Do you, do you ever feel, because you're on stage and you're in a position at church where when you're out in public and people see you, do you have a, a feeling that people are judging you or watching you more carefully because um, of your position at all? Do you feel that? Well, I think there is a part of my life. I, I, I remember it kind of affected me more like in college and, um, and around that season of my life. Um, you know, there there was a part of me that like, oh, when I was in church, I acted one way. When I was out in the community, I acted another. On a, on a certain sports team, I acted another way. And I was very segmented in how I lived my faith. Mm. But um I think God really moved in my life where he's just like, David, you just have to be the same wherever you go. Mm. You know, and I think that kind of took off a lot of that pressure because then it wasn't like I had to be like, oh, in this situation, I need to be this way. And that, you know, and was able to just have that freedom. And so I think God's kind of brought a little bit of freedom in that case. Mm -hmm. And, and so, which I'm thankful for, but, um, but I know what you're talking about just because, you know, going through years of kind of struggling with that of, of, um, I don't know, just the segmenting of, of your life can be kind sure. of difficult. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, to deal with. I mean, that just it it just takes it to another level. And I think that we all we all deal with some sort of uh, insecurity or or change of identity depending on what groups w- we're interacting with. I think that's just kind of something that happens like yeah. in life. Uh, but I think that just it amplifies when you start talking about evangelism and you just get that fear and anxiety. And I think ultimately the only way to deal with that is to give it to God and be be humble about saying, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not going to say the right words. Like, I think the other concern is, well, what if I don't have the right verse? Like, what if I don't have <laughs> the right words from the Bible to point? Cause when they say, well, where do you know that from? Yeah. And you just say the Bible, like <laughs> that doesn't ensure a lot of confidence yeah. in people. But I think that if we can, if we can take the responsibility off of ourselves and put it in God's hands and say, I don't know what I'm going to say but I need to say something because you get that feeling, right? You get that that pull in your heart to say, I need to say something to this person. I've been there where yeah. you, you're you're talking to this person, you feel like it's going a certain direction and you're like, man, I feel like I'm supposed to pray with this person, but I do not really know what their response or reaction is going to be to that. And, there, and honestly, a lot of times I don't do it. And then I leave and talk to them again later at some point. And like, you know, I really just, I was having a rough day and I really could have used prayer that day. And I'm just like, no, come on, pull the trigger, Todd. Like, on, let's Todd. go. Um, well, yeah. And I found just, um, just having humility in the situation too. And, and just being like, Hey, I'm not really sure what I believe in that area. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Just like to let people oh, know yeah. too that we're going through a process too, and that we don't have all the answers. I think that that might even be even more attractional to somebody mm-hmm. that has a lot of questions. It's like if 
if if we can be honest and just say like to like, hey, I got questions too. Yeah. But I've also found some answers in these areas. Mm-hmm. But dude, I'd love to. Um, I guess I guess where my mind goes with it is it's more about having a relationship with somebody where, yeah. If you have a relationship and you could say like, hey, let me look into that. Let me ask some friends or let, let's invite this person into the conversation, mm-hmm. and then you're able to kind of go and talk about those things at a later time where you don't have to feel pressure where you have to do it in that moment. Yeah. Um, so sharing the imper- sharing our imperfections yeah. is a huge way to relate to others because I think there's with the hypocrisy stigma mm. in church in general, there's a feeling from people outside the church that, well, they're quote unquote perfect. So they right. won't, they don't understand my struggles. They don't understand the things that I'm dealing with because right. they've never dealt with that. When the reality is we're all dealing with the same stuff. We'll all, we just either talk about it or we it. don't. Right. Totally. I mean, I think yeah. that's, that's huge. So, so I, Ultimately, bottom line is evangelism is all about sharing the gospel in deed and in word. Yep. And I think if we can if we can be humble about saying that it's not our responsibility and it's not even our win. Like when somebody does choose to accept Christ, that's not our win. That's not our, you know, mark one up on the chalkboard. Check one up for Todd Fraser. Right. Yeah, that's not how <laughs> Check it works. Check one up for David. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. And if we can get past that aspect right. and just say, look, I'm going to do what the spirit calls me to do. I'm going to do what I'm led to say or, or do that's all that we can do. And that's it. Yeah. And then it's, and then it's out of our hands. Yeah. The funny thing, and it, it was funny cause Chris mentioned, he was talking about the one way to get a, uh, to be quiet on an airplane is to open yeah, up your Bible sure. or something yeah. like that. But it was funny cause I got on an airplane two weeks ago to yeah. go to Tokyo and, um, kind of the same exact thing happened to me. But then like, I ended up having a great conversation with a guy who's not a believer and he was open to having a conversation, but we talked for hours on the plane. And, and I think it was very positive and, and was able to share um, my journey with Jesus with him. And, and even for him to, to hear a testimony from a person that um, might not just be the typical, you know, he can actually mm-hmm. hear the real story from somebody. I think it was really impactful for him. And we've become friends on Facebook and like, That's awesome. and we, I mean, we don't really know each other other than that and, and Instagram. And so we're still like communicating and, uh, he lives out in um, Georgia, so it's like I'm probably not going to wow. personally um, get to see him again. Maybe I will, but um, I think kind of like what we were saying before, it's like I think God had me there for a reason, 100%. you know. And we had that we had some great conversation, but um, I don't think um, I failed or we just had a conversation and we just talked and it's I shared related, my story. Yeah. And after that, I just felt like that's all I was supposed to do yeah. and, and still open and kind of open-ended. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Hey man, like I'll, I'll be here on Facebook. I'd love to chat with you about that. I'm here on Instagram or whatever that would look like. And so we've, we messaged back and forth already about that. And, um, just feel like if I'm a part, a small part of this guy's journey, finding Jesus, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I w- would hope for. You that's know, it. So. That's awesome. Evangelism guys. It's, it's scary. There's fear about what other people are going to think, but ultimately if we can just take action and, speak kindness and speak truth. God's going to take it from there. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks so much for being here, David. Thanks so much. All you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast because we're going to start doing a lot more of this. Uh, and if you're not following us on Facebook, make sure to do that. Friends church YL is the name there and friends underscore church on Instagram. Uh, and you can visit our website at friends.church. So cool. Don't forget family fun fest, family fun fest, October 31st, the 31st. We'll be there. 
I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. Okay. I hope you'll be there. And then anniversary weekend is that very next weekend. So it's gonna be so good. A lot of stuff happening. All right, guys. Thanks so much for coming. Again, Friends Church. I'm Todd. I'm David. And we will see you next time.